I like to think of it as having a conversation mm-hmm. with with the author. Gain some money. I mean, we can read the same book and we would imagine it differently. Passively consuming mm-hmm. content. It's a skill. You don't need a big like imagination. It's just what it says. Don't read too many self-help books. Fiction. Um, yes. Beautiful. Self-help books are overrated. Are you a team of self-help <laughs> books or are you a team of fiction books? Hello Cherry Pies, welcome to another episode of 2D in Podcast. I'm your host, Aika, and here I have my another 2 <laughs> Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah, I'm a 2 <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'm really glad that you, that we made it so far because we planned it a while ago. Actually, we actually planned it even before I started my podcast. <laughs> right. I think it started a little bit with our clubhouse room. Mm-hmm. It could have been a podcast episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was like a year ago or something like that when the clubhouse was hitting all the uh, numbers. In It was yeah. huge back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> so we're on here. <laughs> okay, first, um, before we dive into the topic, uh, you can introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Hannah. I'm 21 years old. And um, I don't know, I really like to talk about personal growth, making impact in life. And I'm a little bit into personal branding right now, especially on LinkedIn. And, um, well, my name, full name is Hannah Noshiga, <laughs> if you want to find me on there. <laughs> and uh, my nickname is Hannah. It's a Japanese name. Um, Hannah no means flower field, so Hannah is flower. <laughs> and what else can I say? Yeah, um, I know Aika for maybe two or three years now. Yeah. We met in Darmstadt. Mm-hmm. And... I'm here again today. <laughs> it's been a long time. I was in Spain um, the last approximately six months. And yeah, um, you were doing uh, your exchange program there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're studying business? Yes, know? I'm studying business and economics in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently doing an internship mm-hmm. at a startup. And I'm also very interested in that area. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So um, today's uh, topic is actually was actually on my mind for quite a while, and I think it's pretty interesting. Um, it's about self help books. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huge topics. Huge fun. Yeah, and it's also. There are a lot of a lot of hypes about self help books. Um, so, what do you remember your first book that you got acquainted with? 
in the yeah, genre of self-help books. I don't remember quite well. Um, I think I started with YouTube. I w started watching YouTubers who made mm -hmm. content about productivity. So it was Thomas Frank, Ali Abdal. And I think Thomas Frank even had a free book out. Mm -hmm. So maybe that was a little bit into that direction. Um, I think one of the first bigger ones that I read was Dale Carnegie's mm -hmm. I also forgot the title, but it's something how you how make, to friends. make friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was inspiring back then. Mm -hmm. I think it's still a good book. Um, because I was so into, like I was doing sales, and it was very helpful for sales because there were things that I was doing, and then I found an explanation for it in the book. So mm -hmm. oh, that's why it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why I can make this thing more. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when was or my first self-help book that I've ever read. I guess it's a, um, it's Mac J, uh, Defining Decade. Have you read that one? No. Um, what so, is it about? So the book is about uh, why your 20s matter and how to make best out of it. And I've read that, I guess... When I was 22, 21, mm -hmm. so close to finishing my bachelor, uh, or maybe after that when I was working. <laughs> so, and I do remember how, what kind of effect I've got from the book, and it wasn't positive. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what did the book tell you? <laughs> I had so much anxiety out of it. I was okay. like, um, oh my God, I'm not doing anything. I'm wasting my time. And I don't even know what I want to do. Um, so I'm lost and everybody's doing some stuff out there. And it's um, so 20s are important. And um, yeah, that's why I felt so much anxiety. Um, well, I've read that book because I had so many recommendations about it. It's one of the must read books for the 20s as it sells itself oh no i haven't read it yet <laughs> i need to hurry up <laughs> yeah you're already 21 <laughs> oh so um yeah i guess that was uh, my um hey that was the introduction to self-help books in mm -hmm. my life um, so you wouldn't recommend that particular book well <laughs> well maybe i do even if you're like if you don't know um if you have so many questions like what to do with your life and if you feel lazy um so that book gives you motivation to um move and to actually start doing stuff and uh, but if you would read it when you're close to uh 30 years old then i would i believe that you would get the anxiety that i had back then so um mm -hmm. yes depends um how old you are and what the motivation is but um i, I, I can relate to that feeling yeah yeah now that you're saying i think quite a few of the self-help books that i've read had a similar effect on me mm -hmm. um and it's crazy to think about it because anytime you mm, uh, read about someone who, uh, who has achieved a lot already in life mm -hmm. you're like wow 
I'm so late, you know, I'm missing out on this and this, and I should have started way earlier. And it's crazy to think about that, because we're both in our 20s. (laughs) Life just started, and most people don't become successful in their 20s. I mean, okay, success is also a different thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to define that Mm -hmm. for yourself. But I think once you get more established in life, probably the 20s, I don't know, now I have a different expectation. Maybe when I was 18, I had a more unrealistic expectation of my 20s. But now I don't have that of a high expectation yeah. anymore it's like it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be chaotic mm-hmm. probably and it should be that way i mean <laughs> you should take the most out of it and uh, chaotic is one of the one of the definitions i think of your 20s mm-hmm. it's more fun yeah just enjoy so kind of looking forward to the yeah. 30s actually <laughs> really already <laughs> i know like it's <laughs> I think three years ago, until a few years ago, I would say, wow, I cannot imagine turning 25 or 30. That's so old. Um, yeah, but as long as I can be, I can stay curious and um, kind of up to date with, mm-hmm. with the things that are going on, new innovations. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I can do that, I think I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to keep your inner child there and just mature with it. Yes, that's the happiness. <laughs> Great. And did you know that um, Atomic Habits of James Clear was the fourth uh, bestseller in uh, 2021? I mean, it makes sense, but... In 2021? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The first book I read in 2021 was Atomic Habits, and I read it in january like the first week or something mm. oh wow yeah you were very motivated for the year <laughs> yeah, yeah january is the uh, the month yes. january is a general a symbolic month yes. for me <laughs> <laughs> to start off the year in the right way i mean mm-hmm. you don't have like to exaggerate does. um mm-hmm. but it, it still still means something to me mm-hmm. I did like the book, um, especially if you take notes out of it and practice uh, the the advices that he gives in this mm-hmm. book, then I think it's pretty useful. And <clears throat> like some of the concepts um, of it, like how to make habit or how to make the habit to stick in your routine and so on. Um, so yeah, in that sense, um, very useful. And I think like in general, the self-help books are, they act as more like a guide. So uh, yeah, you need to read it carefully and take notes and to like internalize the text that you read and uh, make the, the further steps out of the book. Um, whereas the fiction books, they're more like an entertaining they have they serve an entertaining purpose um and the self-help books can be summed up basically with uh several points several bullet points you don't really have to read the book to know the points yeah that's right but yeah i think i mean with any book 
it's a little bit like a conversation you have with the author, a very one-sided conversation because you just listen. Um, and it's, I think it's nice for that. I know that you can just sum it up in a few pages and mm -hmm. read the points if that's the only takeaway you want to have. But I like to think of it as having a conversation mm -hmm. with, with the author. And it's just people talking about what worked for them. Yeah. So I don't think you learn a ton out of these things. But maybe in situations you unconsciously pay attention to the topics that you read in self-help books. And I learn much more from actually doing or creating mm -hmm. instead of listening or reading mm -hmm. um, self-help books. Just kind of funny because they um, share their experiences, like how they became successful. Mm -hmm. um, but success <clears throat> is not... Um, it doesn't have a specific path to it. So it's not uh, only one to all of the people. It's individual, right? And people understand that, um, but still like, they want to share the experiences um, on their own lives in this book uh, and to also sell it to people. So I think that like the main purpose of uh, self-help books or the authors of the self-help books is to um, yeah gain some money out of it. <laughs> so, make money yeah well because since we live in a meritocratic uh, world where people are identified as their own experiences or their own success and that's why I think it became very popular uh, the self-help books mm -hmm. and because it became re relatively recently so much popular than the fiction books. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people uh, relate to the stories or they want to relate to the stories. So a lot of people buy it as they want to become successful because that's the, that's the goal or that's the main uh, purpose these years of mm -hmm. and that may be that's like com something common something common for the people who read this self-help books mm. um, and maybe something um, a as a trigger works could be yeah I I've never thought about this trend or development before I kind of um, assumed that they were always there, the self-help mm -hmm. books, and they were probably there for a few decades, mm -hmm. but now the fact maybe that it's becoming more popular now is also the reason you ex just explained. But maybe adults think that it's mm, a mature thing to do. It's They are realistic books. You know, mm -hmm. it's based on real-life experiences compared to fiction. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like fiction is a whole different genre. And I like it too, but it has a childish aspect to it. Mm. Because mm -hmm. it's not real. <laughs> it's made up. And self-help books 
they could be made up, but they are told as if they're mm. like actually real life experiences. Yeah. Interesting because uh even like that that concept of the fiction books what I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you read it and then you imagine the story in your head and it's also individual. I mean, we can read the same book and we would imagine it differently. Mm-hmm. Um so and that's why it also uh, stimulates your brain to produce uh, the visual um, images of the of the book that you read um, and in that sense I like fiction books more um, and I think I did I couldn't say I wouldn't say that I read so many self-help books I didn't but I think I did read uh, a good amount of self-help books that I could uh, make a summary of all self-help books already that at the end they have the same uh, message mm-hmm. to it like believe in yourself you can do whatever you want <laughs> you can do uh, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve consistency is key <laughs> consistency <laughs> is key what else is there uh, no, nothing is impossible um and so on uh, but i don't think people are buying that anymore so do you know um this one book i think it's called how to how many fucks you give in your life or something like that oh. <clears throat> don't give a fuck or don't. something or... yeah I wish I knew all the titles, you know, perfectly. <laughs> and all, all of them, they have, like, catchy titles. Uh, yeah. Different. And in that particular book, yeah. it was more like, oh, um, screw these principles. Uh-huh. It's not that, it's not that glamorous. You should just, like, accept that humans are just dirty animals and, um... <laughs> But you can still make something out of it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I also see that kind of movement mm-hmm. inside of the self-help book world. Yeah. Well, as I said, that's why, um, I mean, for this year, I have a goal to read more books um, since... I didn't read too many of them last year because I was too busy with my master's degree. And um, like when you already read a lot of technical stuff uh, for your studies, you don't want to read anymore. Or I didn't have motivation to read at all. So um, yeah, one of the goals for 2022, even though I don't make, I don't set goals. Uh, but that was, <laughs> that was one of the main goals for this year. And <clears throat> that's why I've, uh, bought many books <laughs> already yeah already in the beginning of january um and i like it and i've already said oh I, I see the pile uh, <laughs> next to your bed yeah <laughs> that's having a yam and um yeah it works best for me and it didn't work well in the public transportation i get very distracted yeah so um yeah finding the best time that works for you i think it's the main um goal before starting reading because 
I think it's difficult to get started. Yeah. But once you get used to the habit, you'll start enjoying it mm-hmm. at some point. And for me, what works for me are audiobooks. Mm. I kind of swear on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I, I, read, I still read uh, physical books, mm-hmm. and I want to read a little bit more of them. But audiobooks are just so practical. Mm-hmm. Um, there are chores inside, I don't know, when you're at home that you don't really like, but when you can yeah. listen to an audiobook mm-hmm. at the same time, it feels like you're making something productive. Mm-hmm. And also in the beginning, when I started listening to audiobooks, I had the problem that I couldn't concentrate on what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Same with podcasts. Mm-hmm. But it's also a question of, it's a skill, I think, mm-hmm. um, that you have to develop. Mm. And now, for me, it's not a problem at all to concentrate yeah. and to understand the things they were they are saying and also putting them on higher speed um, so that I can go through faster. And for listening, um, I, for audiobooks, I figured that I... I like self-help books more. Or not really self-help books. Mm-hmm. It can, can also be just non-fiction Content. in mm-hmm. general. Okay. I prefer to read yeah. non-fiction mm-hmm. or listen in mm-hmm. that case. Mm-hmm. Um, but also still fiction books um, at times mm-hmm. f- for a change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, about the concentration, I also found it hard to uh, get going with the books uh, since I had a big uh, break in between uh, and for me at the beginning it was very hard to concentrate on the book um, and especially with the mindset with the this clip mindset as they say as they call it uh, like short videos on Instagram or um, very on trend and TikTok for example mm-hmm. um, so and they're focused on selling the content in a very little amount of time Mm -hmm. so that's why scrolling the Instagram we get used to uh, getting something out of it in a very short time so that's why um, it was very hard for me to get going with the books but now um, it's easier yeah it can be uh, developed Uh, I mean can be improved by time so and uh, to maintain yourself in that sense that um, concentrating on the material or the book or um, research papers. I think reading a book is the main, um, is a, a very good useful tool for that. Mm-hmm. And you were saying something about imagination when you read fiction books. Mm-hmm. And... Now I have a theory that maybe self-help books are more popular now because they're easier to d- digest. Mm. You don't yeah. need a big like imagination. Mm-hmm. It's just what it says. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe we're not um, used to imagine so many things anymore because it's just there. It's mm-hmm. the content, your social media feed. Mm-hmm. You don't have to imagine anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a bad development, but it's definitely something that is changing in humans, mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. human behavior. Yeah, and also for the fiction books to um, become successful, uh, the content is very uh, important and the 
originality of the story. Um, whereas for self-help books, the title is the main <laughs> point to it. And right. uh, You're right. Yeah. You know, like Harry Potter, Potter and mm -hmm. the Sorcerer's Stone. It's mm -hmm. not a catchy title. No. But every, it's like the biggest bestseller <laughs> in the world, in the history. Oh, yeah. Yes, and for like coming back to capitalistic world, <laughs> the authors of self-help books, they um, actually, for example, I have an example of the dead Carnegie, mm -hmm. Dale Carnegie, um, and I've discovered this interesting story that his surname is actually is written as Carnegie, mm -hmm. um, but um, he changed his surname to resemble the actual like successful uh, steel uh, magnate Carnegie, which is G-I-E, um, for people to resemble him with the other successful millionaire mm -hmm. because he was selling his book on how to win friends and influence people and people wouldn't buy this book if it wasn't a famous person. So his goal was to for for the people to to assume that he's very successful and he's very famous, so he knows what he's writing. So I will buy his book. <laughs> so, yeah, and, credibility um, yeah, is important. Yeah, uh, you don't have to be a great writer to write a self help book, right? Because um, I mean, you're uh, definitely not as uh, J.K. Rowling, for example, or because the story is not really important. Um, yeah, the experience. Mm -hmm. I think you're you're right about that. You just need um, an attractive personality, mm -hmm. probably. Like your personality has to shine through your book. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I guess in fiction, the author is not in the foreground. It's like you just won't notice because mm -hmm. you're so in this world yeah. of that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't need as much of in the non-fiction world, maybe, or self-help books in that uh, matter, um, big, that of a wide range of vocabulary. It mm -hmm. just has to be or feel authentic to the reader. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, and also, as you start reading a lot of self-help books, you kind of get um, in a trap where finishing one self-help book, you start the other one mm -hmm. because you feel like you're doing something as reading it, but you're not actually doing it. You're not practicing. I mean, and it can be a very, uh, yeah, as I said, a trap that gets one after the other. Um, and uh, it's just the satisfaction you get out of it um, that you're doing something with your life. Um, so in order to get into the trap, uh, writing the key points is important and also practicing, practicing the key points that you've read uh, from the book. Um, then it actually starts, it starts benefiting to your own life. Um, so, mm -hmm. and also a lot of self-help uh, content out, is out there on YouTube. Like, um, yeah, a lot of YouTubers are profiting from it. And I've also, there was a time that I was consuming a lot of YouTube videos on it and uh, I would just sit in there and watch, uh, like binge watching the videos on 
um, yeah, how to how to have a great routine uh, or what to do about it, and so on. But in fact, if you don't do, if you don't practice it, then mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> there will be no result. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah, I think that's the problem of passively consuming mm-hmm. content. I mean, that's a start for sure. But if you don't start doing things or creating things on your own, or you know, even recording this podcast, mm-hmm. it's creating. It's not just having this thought in your mind and that's it. So you prepare it and. Yeah. You will listen to it maybe six or seven times. I don't know how many times you listen to it when you edit it. So it really like sticks in in your yeah. in your head. So it's a whole different level of learning. Mm-hmm. So for the YouTubers, for sure, the ones who are producing content, they're benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. They're growing from it. But yeah. just by watching it, it won't mm-hmm. really change much. So you yeah. really have to either start creating on your own mm-hmm. or... Um, just act mm-hmm. act on the things you learn but still would you would you recommend people to read self-help books if like there is a person if there is a person who didn't read any self-help book at all mm-hmm. um, Hmm. I'm not sure. Okay, so if I could go back in time and give my 18-year-old self advice, I would say don't read too many self-help books. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so if we stay in this um, metaphor of it's like having a conversation with someone who already had success mm-hmm. in their field... Um, I think it's nice to have those conversations um, and getting the knowledge. But you can't be doing that all the time. Like it's, you cannot network all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to do something yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And then you will figure more things out and see, oh, this is what I like. This is what I'm good at. And then I can get help mm-hmm. or seek help or information and mm-hmm. everything. So... Um, and then also the thing with your environment shapes you a lot. So let's say you're reading a lot of those books. Mm -hmm. It's kind of surrounding yourself with, let's say, ambitious people, people who know how to do business, Mm -hmm. who already had some kind of success and are confident. It can have a good influence on you. So I wouldn't write it off. Mm-hmm. But I would be careful that it's not becoming only that because mm-hmm. if you're not really doing anything with your life, you're not acting, mm-hmm. there's not really much of a point in reading that many self-help books. Yeah, exactly. I would say the same. I mean, uh, it's definitely worth it to read one or two uh, to get the general idea of the self-help books. Um, but then not to get into that trap of uh, constantly consuming and not doing anything. Because, um, yeah, that can be harmful. Um, not even like, not only not beneficial, but harmful. 
uh, for your own life. Yeah, I find fiction books again <laughs> much more <laughs> uh, interesting. Um, and any recommendations? Okay, I just finished uh, the book that I that I I think bought in two thousand nine no twenty yeah, mm-hmm. and. I didn't touch it last year. I mean, I did read it <laughs> uh, sometime because that's a huge book, like a very big book of Donna Tart. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Goldfinch. Mm-hmm. I bought it in 2020 because I've heard that there is a film coming out based on this book. And my goal was to finish it before the film came out. <laughs> but I didn't manage and I didn't watch the film yet. <laughs> So I did finish it this year, uh, like the beginning and of January. And it kind of feels like reward that you get to watch the film after yeah. reading a really thick book yes. about it. It's like preparing for the film. <laughs> exactly, that was my main goal, but <laughs> I didn't, I didn't succeed because, yeah, as I said, I had no motivation to read, and I didn't want to force myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it is a very interesting book, and it's a very well written. And I've heard that Donatart is very uh, famous on writing big, thick books. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to buying another book of her. <laughs> so, um, okay. yeah, really recommend it. And the storyline is very good. Um, it's very, um, yeah, at the end, uh, you get very emotional. And I think that's why I read fiction books, because... Uh, I like getting emotional over stories. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. and I and I get that through book. For example, the book that I'm reading right now, um, it's uh, Halit Hosseini, Afghan writer. He the the book is called uh, uh, Thousand Splendid Sons. It's about mm-hmm. Afghan women, and it's very emotional. It's very sad. It's a very sad story, um, and. I don't know if it's it's good for me <laughs> reading a sad story. Uh, um, yeah. I feel like the world is full of sad stories. I don't know why sad stories sell well mm-hmm. or it sells so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> because a lot of people like me <laughs> like to read sad stories. <laughs> I cuss everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you have any recommendations? Fiction? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, so one of the few fiction books that I read in 2021 was Sally Rooney's Beautiful World, Where Are You? Maybe mm. you've heard. Um, I, I had read the, the other book, Normal People, before. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easy to read. Mm. Um, and... I like how she pictures young people in in a way like they're not perfect, they're completely messy. Exactly, twenties. People in their twenties leading their chaotic lives. It's oh yeah. It sounds realistic and it's also mm-hmm. not that depressive I find. It's mm-hmm. I, I don't like depressive stories mm-hmm. actually because it I, I don't gain much from them. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, it could happen that something really bad happens to my life, and then I can experience feeling depressive, but I don't need that, you know, Mm. from books, I think. Um, Maybe it might change. Yeah, it's very individual. (laughs) Um, 
And then another book, I think I read it in 2020, is called A Gentleman from Moscow, mm. which was a a book that I, I don't know, a kind of book that I had never read before. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit um, historic in a way. Mm-hmm. I think um, it, it was set in early... 20th century mm-hmm. I think in Moscow okay. Okay. in a hotel and, oh, wow. and uh, I think times. he's the the, the uh, main person is a um, kind of a political mm-hmm. prisoner but not really a prisoner but he cannot mm-hmm. leave the hotel for mm-hmm. years oh. and it was a very calm storyline mm-hmm. but it was wise. I just mm-hmm. liked it. Uh-huh. It called me down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, in the fiction <laughs> books, uh, the story is the main uh, uh, point where, like, a main objective of the book. Um, like, it's not saying directly what you gain from the book. You're r- reading through the story. You actually made a point to yourself, like... Um, it can be different from mine. Mm-hmm. Yours can be different from mine. And um, I like that you don't directly gain it, but you can also imagine it. And also you can make a summary to yourself. Um, yeah, it's just beautiful. <laughs> You're making advertisement for fiction books now. <laughs> I'm thinking I should read more fiction books. <laughs> Especially, I think, I, I also tried to do book clubs with mm. um, a group of friends. Mm-hmm. Never really worked out. <laughs> but we were very focused on non-fiction books. Mm-hmm. And maybe it would have been more interesting to do it with fiction books, because people will have different perceptions and different yes. impressions. Exactly, yeah. And non-fiction is quite mm-hmm. straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still interesting to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for example, the book that I've read, I would love to hear your perspective mm-hmm. of the book because that would be also interesting if that's kind of uh, yeah similar to mine or is it too different from what I, I've got as a summary. Um, yeah, or maybe I'm too uh, romanticizing <laughs> the idea of fiction books because it's very... Uh, more motivated to read more um, mm-hmm. this year so but yeah no I get it mm-hmm. I buy it <laughs> good then I made a good job <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the whole point of doing this podcast <laughs> um, I yeah got... I didn't know I could talk so much about books <laughs> really yeah <laughs> I mean, for me, it was really interesting to exchange your opinion, um, exchange our opinions on self-help books because I think I've never talked about it as a topic on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then comparing it with fiction, um, it made me realize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm more motivated to read fiction books after this conversation Mm -hmm. 
okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you um, um, take out something out of it. Yeah, I've been having this in my mind. Um, and I feel like self-help books are overrated. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of uh, saying that out loud. <laughs> so um, uh, let us um, know what you think. If you also feel like they're overrated or if you've read self-help books at all, what kind of self-help books and or maybe what kind of fiction books you've read, um, that would be also uh, for me interesting to know at, as I can add it to my list. Must what reads. do you prefer? <laughs> self-help yeah. books or fiction? Oh, Let's yeah. start a war. <laughs> Battle <laughs> between them. Are you a team of self-help books or are you a team of fiction books great uh, you can you can send me an email um, you can also share this podcast with your friends and talk about this topic with your friends uh, and also send an audio file as what you think um, please do so because that means a lot to me because that's my new baby and I feel motivated even more when I receive such messages great to have you here Anna and it's always great to be a, here a pleasure to talk to you thank you for inviting <laughs> me and I'm already looking forward to our next episodes because it's so much fun talking to you every single oh, time yeah. and we never run out of topics yeah so um <laughs> hope we don't annoy you but if you like it um you can definitely look forward to more um coming from us right because <laughs> Hannah is gonna be there uh for sure and uh, you can also share what kind of episodes you want to listen from us, uh, topics, and so on. And yeah, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs>